Ben is on the road making content for you with his podcast in a bag. Hello, my name is Ben. And my name is Aunt Nora. And we are the hosts this week of the Too Big Podcast. Uh, this show is uh, special. We're going to do a special shout out to uh, to Chris, who doesn't know anything about the word. Well, he doesn't know how magnetism works. <laughs> but uh, we're going to hopefully uh, tell some stories about magnetism, right? Uh, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, so I, I know you taught magnetism to your students. You taught what sixth grade? Sixth grade. Yeah. Yes. Is there anything that is that is that what you think about when you think about magnetism, or do you think about anything else? Uh, generally, I think about um, what I taught in sixth grade. I almost wish you wouldn't have said that because it's embarrassing how much I've forgotten. Oh. Uh, and <laughs> truly, truly, uh, I, I know we made little motors with. Ooh. Um, was it magnets and copper wire? Right. Yeah. Right. And and, and things like that. But it's been it's been uh, da, da, eleven years. Yeah. And I have forgotten. Okay. A lot, but I remember little bits. That's I do good. think of magnets. I, I want magnetism to me uh, is magnets mm-hmm. and uh, attraction or repelling. Right. Right. And we got into a, a little bit of a discussion earlier about when someone says that they've got a magnetic personality, usually the definition involves attracting people and not another part of magnetism, which is repelling. Yes. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of an interesting thing. So from now on, I'm going to refer to people as having, if they have man- magnetic personalities, people who are jerks too, in addition to people who are... <laughs> Who have who have who have a little bit of uh, gravitas, so as it were. Okay. Gravit- okay. <laughs> we're we're not talking about gravity on this show. We're talking about magnetism. I taught gravity too. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, just just keep on digging that <laughs> digging that hole because we'll have you on more times. So, when you taught magnetism, was it in in the? Um, realm of math or is this you did like earth sciences or or science general science general science yeah Yeah. um and you did little experiments with you said magnets and and coils and stuff like that partly and balloons oh balloons too static yeah like static static, which it works same same way um so when we uh, when you're talking magnetism what are you talking about when you're talking about a pole as it refers to a magnet Positive and negative. Right. Um, that That's uh, basically what I think of with magnets. Right. I mean, there's positive uh, and a negative, and it's kind of confusing if you think of a horseshoe magnet. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because they're both negative, I right. think. And where's the positive? Right. You know, that kind of thing. But if you think of a stick magnet, mm-hmm. it, it's they're fun to play with. Right. Because you can make them snap together or you can make them repel right one thing i remember with with magnets these magnetic field diagrams that you can make with uh Mm. with Mm -hmm. something like a a horseshoe magnet and how all the how the vectors work in a (laughs) what um sixth grade science okay sorry Yeah, I, I, I got it. I did take physics in college. I, right. I took mechanics, which was physics 101. Mm-hmm. But then I did not go on to anything else in physics. Okay. So. Yeah, magnetic, magnetic fields are kind of interesting looking. Um, one thing I, I know this is going to be ridiculous when I think of magnetism. I think of the book Rules of Attraction by Brad Easton and Ellis. Okay. Are you familiar with, with Brett Easton I'm, Ellis? I'm familiar with him. Yeah. Rules of Attraction, I'm not. It was his second book. Uh, oh. First book being uh, Less Than Zero. Oh, okay. And then the second book, Rules of Attraction. And then the third book, American Psycho. And it, it generally had to do with all the same spoiled rich kids in uh-huh. the same, you know, clique. Rich kids basically ruining their life. I, I think that's what Brett Easton Ellis just writes about. Could be, could yeah. be. Certainly did in the first one. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just wondering if uh, the people on the uh, 
listening to the podcast can hear me nodding because I'm I'm sitting here nodding okay. at, at almost everything Ben says. We can't see you nodding when we can't hear you nodding. I can't stop it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I'll just assume that everything I say you think is brilliant. So we can we can put that in there as a disclaimer. Uh, Nora agrees with everything I say because I'm her favorite nephew. I, I was going to start with some disclaimers, but I forgot about them. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, he's the favorite nephew sitting across the table from me right, right now. Right, right. That's good. Yeah. So. Yeah. Good save. Good save. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's see. Refrigerator magnets. <laughs> what I think of uh, when I uh, when you say refrigerator magnets uh-huh. are souvenirs right that you give to people right because your refrigerator already is full of them right but it's a wonderful wonderful uh, souvenir right um that's and i my, remember your mother had a lot of refrigerator magnets i have them in a bag somewhere oh you really like the yeah. whole like all of them most of them yeah, yeah. Some of them, some of them, even when I was younger, got were pretty old. Yeah, you know, they were yeah. like falling apart a little bit. But yeah, yeah, that's that's one one of the the main things about Grandma's um, refrigerator full of magnets. <laughs> it was. Did you ever use the? Have you ever gotten those um, magnetic poetry? Have you ever been gifted a magnet? Po- yeah, I have. It's a tiny box, so right. Uh, it was for uh, like little refrigerator things, very small. Right. Right. Yeah. I, Michaela got me one that was a, a sexual innuendo oh. one where it's, you know. <laughs> Remember, you're got, talking got, to your aunt. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but she thought that was funny. But they've yeah. got other different themed ones. But this one yes. had like eggplant and, you know, pole <laughs> and all sorts of stuff on yeah, it. Yeah. So. No, no. This one is just sweet little words. Sweet little sweet words. Sweet little words. You yes. like words. You're I, a word person. I love words. Yeah. Yes. Is that something you got from grandma, you think? Yes, or? definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Vocabulary, when we were babies, we had a vast vocabulary. Right, right. So she, yeah. she was she was good at that. Did she, I mean, did you kind of pick it up from her just through regular conversation and stuff? Or did yeah. she, did she um, like do editing on your papers like that, she that did? Too. For, that yeah. too, that too. Um, actually, she didn't. She just uh, proofread for grammar and spelling. Okay. Okay. So, but. Uh, so you guys were perfect in those in those areas, just because grandma I, was I, a proofreader. I, I noticed you say uh, guys like it's plural. Well, you guys. I was, I was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. I don't know if dad would dad have his uh, his you his know, notes. His, his papers, because I wouldn't. He, he, I, yeah, I don't think I don't remember yeah. her ever going over his stuff. What about Tom? Same, same as me, because yeah. we were same uh, Sa- class. Same, yeah, yeah, yeah. How was that? We were in different classes almost all the time. Okay, so, so it wasn't. That, so to it wasn't me, that bad. was good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what I would have done had I been in uh, high school with my brother. I mean, not not in a bad way. It's just right, you know, right. I, I you're trying was. to you're trying to establish your own identity, and it's right. kind of hard when you've got a sibling there, yeah. right? Um, I uh, I was glad when uh, we moved out to the country. Ben's father, Ed, went to one high school, and then by the time my other brother and I went to high school, they had changed the lines, and we went to another high school, and I was really happy about that. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, Dad got into some mischief. We'll just leave it at that. He did also. He was one of those that uh, was so intelligent that teachers, you know, would say, oh, you're not like your brother kind of thing. And that was, no, I'm not. Yeah. I was the first one, so I didn't have to deal with that. (laughs) I was the first one in my high school. I don't know how much Adam got from, from that of me. Magnetic poetry. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any magnetic door latches? Um, I've had them. Right. Right. No, I don't think I do in my new place. Right. So they're all just regular latches. Mm. I have to put some in after. Um, do you think 
that'll be strong enough? Yeah. Well, th- these are these are specific childproof magnetic latches. Okay. So it's okay. like the the magnet, um, the podcat mango, is yeah. is the yeah. problem child. Yeah. And he will go through everything if you leave it open. And I've I've got a couple of them already locked up right now. Yeah. But recently he's. Um, Opened some drawers that he hasn't that he shouldn't have opened. So um, there are these childproof locks that if you put, basically it'll latch. You put it on the side and it it will lock it. So you, when you pull it, it doesn't. It's not going to move, okay. right? Okay. Until you wave the magnet over that piece, and then it'll pull the latch in, and then you can pull it open. So unless. Mango develops the ability to manipulate a <laughs> magnet with his paws, which may happen. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't, yeah. you know, he did turn on a stove once. Yes. So. Yes. So I hear. Yeah. So I hear. Yeah. You, you do have, like, fire uh, smoke alarms and everything in your house, right? Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah, fortunately, it was, a, it was a, an electric stove, so didn't oh, have to. Okay. It just no got, the, got the weird smell. That yeah. was about it. Yeah. So. Yeah. I was going to say something and I forgot what. That's what happens when you're older. What? I was going to say something and I can't remember what it was. Was it about magnets? Might have been. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well. Okay. Well, and on that note, let's learn about magnets. Okay. So Um, what do you know about, what can you tell us about magnets? Uh, Specifically, what can you tell Chris about magnets, because he made a, a comment that he doesn't know how magnetism works. Correct. So I thought if we could start with a sixth grade level <laughs> overview of magnetism, that might help him. Yeah, uh, it might even be less than sixth grade. But anyway, uh, Chris, um, you know that everything is made up of atoms, right? A-T-O-M. Um, and... Atoms are made up of three parts. I'm, I, I'm sounding pretty con- like condescending or something. No, or no, something. no. You just sound like a teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so then, yes, you are sounding very <laughs> condescending. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Not in a bad way, just in a teacher way. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I can't get rid of it. Uh, yeah, the three parts of an atom are nucleus, proton, and electron. And the nucleus is in the center and the protons are all around it. Wait, uh, was what, it, what is a neutron? Um, oh, come on, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> it has, actually, it has... Uh, uh, it's in the center, right? It's in the center, and it doesn't have a charge. Right. And the other two have charges. Okay. And the proton has a um, positive charge. Okay. And the electron, the other one, I don't know if I got a chance to say it, the electron has a negative charge. Okay. And that's important because the positive and the negative charges are what kind of work magnetism. Mm-hmm. Uh, opposites attract. Right. You know, kind of thing. Um, so if you have something that has a lot of negatives or electrons in one place, it'll well, all right, it'll attract something, or if you put something close to it, the protons kind of move to the front to attract to the electrons. Okay. Can I draw a picture for somebody? I, you can't draw a picture on a podcast, okay. unfortunately. I, I, We're I, not quite there yet. I'm so much better with you know, a picture. I've been to some parties where I've had some involvement with some, some electrons. Negatives? Not, not fun, yeah. Exactly. Keep away from those guys. Well, if you try to, uh oh, watch out. If you try to put electrons up against electrons, <clears throat> the same against, then they repulse. Repel. Yes. Yeah. So what is that? Actually, say? that's pretty much parties in general. Are yeah, just yeah, yeah. A whole bunch of electrons. <laughs> what, is that, what does that say about you, though? Uh, I just don't like parties. That's yeah. what it says about me. I'm not a drinker. You're not an electron. No, I'm not an electron. Okay. Okay. I probably am an, I don't know, probably a proton or an elect no, a neutron. I don't know. What am What am I? A neutron. Am I? Yeah. I think I'm a. I, I think I'm pretty positive. 
I'd say as far as my outlook, oh. I'm, a, I'm a proton. You're right. You're right. You are yeah. very positive. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I used to be an electron as far as my attitude. Now I'm a proton. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, those electrons move, let me tell yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, the neutrons and the protons just sort of hang around. Right. The, the hang around the center. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. And the electrons spin. Okay. Uh, or rotate or whatever uh, around that. And so the electrons can move. Yeah, when, when the electrons find the protons, they attract and connect. Okay. And they, um, they kind of seek out um, the opposite. The okay. opposite. Um, it's similar. Okay, static electricity, you've probably done things with static electricity, uh, like take a balloon and rub it against your hair right. and stick it on a wall. Mm-hmm. And it stays there, right? Unless you have strange hair. Hair seems to be a um, uh, something that works really well. Like you can rub it on your skin, and it, it'll, it'll work a little, but not as much. So what's happening when you rub it on the balloon on your hair? It makes all the electrons in the balloon go to the surface, uh, and yeah, the protons are the surface still of the balloon. Balloon, yes, yeah. yes. And so what happens when you get near a wall, as the electrons get near the wall, it pushes, repels the electrons on the surface of the wall. Okay. And that means the protons come forward, or are forward because the electrons right. move back. And that's why they stick together. Uh, they attach, the, the balloon attaches yeah. to the wall. Yeah, now that's just temporary magnetism. Right. But, but it is magnetism. So what happens when I shuffle on the floor with my socks uh, and then you sneak up behind someone and then you zap them it's it's a very similar thing you're um uh has nothing to do with magnetism but it does have to do with it does because it has to do with the electrons Mm -hmm. and and what you're doing when you rub uh it it uh, makes the electrons uh i don't know come to the surface come forth and if it charges your. Yeah. It charges you. You have yeah. a charge. You're holding and, a charge, right? And you're yes. You're you when you try and touch somebody or a doorknob or whatever, um, the let's see protons and or the electron actually jumps to the proton before you can get to the door or the person. Right. Um, and, and that's what you you feel. It's like uh, lightning and the you know thunderstorms. Right. Uh, they're the same thing. When you see lightning, it's the electrons in the clouds looking for a positive charge, and they find it in uh, uh, tall metal buildings mm-hmm. or golf clubs on a <laughs> golf course. <laughs> you know, seriously. <laughs> you know. Um, uh, or golfers' heads. Uh, well, I don't know if they're metal, but <laughs> well, it depends, right? If you have metal on you, yeah, right, yeah. Right. Um, but anyway, they are seeking the uh, protons that are on the ground, uh, in the buildings, and that's why lightning rods are good because lightning rods will attract the um, lightning. <laughs> Right. <laughs> the electrons and diffuse it so it doesn't hit your house right. or your barn. Why don't they have lightning rods on golf courses? Uh, because or it's do they? Big, you know, I don't know. I but, mean, that would make sense to me if there's a lot of well, there's so much open lightning space. Strike. Yeah. Too much open space, I think. Because yeah. if there's a lightning rod somewhere, it's not going to take care of the other. 17 holes that's true so or maybe just something in the ground that could attract mm-hmm. uh lightning or something that you wouldn't have to well i don't know yeah i don't i don't know either i'm sure the electricity does travel through things All right i think the world needs less golfers so let's just leave that where it is yeah yeah, yeah. I, I agree. i'm kidding sorry I'm kidding. golfers I'm are fine i'm not Except, <laughs> Except miniature golf. Miniature my, golf school. My late husband was a great golfer, mm-hmm. and uh, he he loved it. He liked to teach people, you know, what to do. And then it hurt his back. I mean, it oh, really yeah. messed up his back. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
I never like <clears throat> well that's that's the thing with you know with anything if you don't if you don't stretch as you're getting older like mm-hmm. you know back when you were in your younger days I think you have to admit you're getting older first yeah that's that's a problem yeah yeah, yeah. I'm so, definitely getting older I definitely yeah. feel it yeah but we anyway. all are <laughs> and on, the, on that note yeah, on the downside well, <laughs> I am going to bring up something that is not game related first before we move Good. on to video game related stuff <laughs> sorry I'm laughing at my video games oh you you well there there is a story involved with one of these things that's a video game story okay. that involves you actually okay. okay when I first moved to Tucson but but before we get to that um, we've got you remember that uh, that little toy that was a person's face, and then you had the little shavings. Yes. And then you used the magnet to drag the little shavings yes. all over to make them like have a beard or, mm-hmm. you know, a mohawk or whatever. Right. Yeah. That was called the original one was called Wooly Willy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it debuted. You're a boomer, right? A baby boomer. One of the first. Yeah. So that means that this is this is around the time the baby boomer generation got the the first woolly willies. Yes. Which sounds naughty. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't okay. know. Okay. Yeah, woolly willies. That's what shaving cream's for. Anyway, so let's. Go. <laughs> so we're gonna go with uh yeah there was the um, the Smithport Specialty Company, uh, in uh, Smithport, Pennsylvania. They have sold, since they were introduced back in 1955, ah. more than 75 million units. I'm not surprised. Yeah. It's a very popular... I remember in the 70s having one of these little things. I, I think you can still get them. Yeah. 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 I think it's a different company holds the, the rights to right, it now. Right. But but yeah, I remember those. Those were fun just to... They were. Yeah. I, more than just making beards and mohawks i mean it's fun to put um like eyebrows that go around your eyeballs oh, yeah, and yeah. stuff like that right you know, right stuff. maybe maybe a little really furry eyebrows yeah 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 or steel filings coming out of your nose oh that was that's pretty bad <laughs> that was a good one yeah yikes yeah. oh well we were weird kids yeah you, you know you're you're one of them. Well, I'm, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I I've come from I come from the same yeah. lineage, I suppose. Yeah. Do you think Do you think that kind of stuff is uh, there's got to be a part of it that's learned and a part of it that is genetic, genetic right? You think? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Um, I think a lot of it is nurture, learned. Right. Right. Uh, but I also think. There's some little genetic thing that yeah. hangs on, and right? Like the the brains of a certain um, of a certain family tree work in a certain way, mm-hmm. you know, as they go down. And right, they do get um, they get watered down. Right, uh, diluted. Thank you. That's it. The genetics pass down through the uh, ages, but they get diluted, so there's less than. Our ancestors right, might have had right. of whatever it is. But there's is. a there's also a combination, right, that occurs, right? So yes. so whatever gets combined. Right, yeah. right, right. Like so. if both of your parents are smart Alex, right. then you're you more likely <laughs> to be a smart Alex. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I got that. <laughs> From my father. Yeah. Which is fine. That would be the one, yeah. Yeah. Do you need to check it? No. Uh, what it was is a weather alert. Oh, boy. Beach hazard statement. Okay. For Chicago. What's the beach hazard? Um, uh, waves? Waves and like riptides and stuff like uh, that. Okay. So, All right. So well, we won't go to the beach. Right. <laughs> I don't think that was ever in question, but do you? <laughs> no. 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 Although I do live across the street from it. Right. We yeah. could. Yeah, we could. Uh, we could. Sorry. 
Oh, yeah. The one other thing I wanted to tell you about Wooly Willy. Mm-hmm. You know what the price tag on Wooly Willy was? When it, uh, boy, that is a that <laughs> is a, a mouthful. Do you know what the, the price on the Wooly Willy was when it was released? <laughs> Do you um, want to try that? No. No. Okay. No, no. Uh, 89 cents? No, no. Lower. 29 cents. Wow. Right. Back in 1955. I almost almost could have afforded that myself after a month of saving. Oh, yeah? Were you one of these people with the piggy bank? Yeah, but nothing was in it. It was all in my brother Tom's oh. piggy bank. He, he saved and I gave him things. Okay. But, okay. He's a saver. Yes. I'll just leave it at that. He's a saver. <laughs> yeah, right. So the, the, the story I was going to tell you about, as far as we yes. transition into video games, there is a story from when you visited me when I just moved to Tucson. We went to, uh, I think it was the Elcon Mall, and we played pinball for hours after we had some dinner. And we played, I believe it was Twilight Zone. That kind of leads me to the Magnus save. <laughs> Are you familiar with the Magna save on pinball? Uh, I, it sounds it sounds like there's something magnetic. Yeah. That yeah. Uh, sucks the ball and then lets it go. Right. So so there was um, the first pinball machine that had this uh, the Magna save, which was patented by Williams Electronics, and it used a, an electromagnet to attract the ball to it. Uh, you have your you know, your outer lane, which goes down down the drain, right? Right, right. But if you use the save, you could pull it out just as it was going down, and it would pull it to the side that had the one that goes to the flipper, the lane uh-huh. that went to the flipper. Okay. And you would accumulate those during the game when you would accomplish certain tasks, like, you know, eliminating a bank of targets or, or whatever. Right, right. Um, but, yeah, Black Knight was the first game to have that in it. It was released in 1980 by Williams okay. Electronics. You probably don't remember it. I don't. Uh, I, I played pinball. I started playing pinball in the late 60s, early 70s, remember? Yeah. I'm old. And... Um, it it was so much fun. I just loved it. I you know I loved all the noise and all the things you could do. Right. I don't remember the magnet thing. Right. Even well, that that was because yeah, it, it didn't get invented until much later. Yeah. Um, yeah. But there were a lot of things with physics and math, right? Yeah. Angle angle of uh, angle of incidence and angle of reflection. Is that something that right? It's like you 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 know like pool, right? Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, reflection yeah. and uh, all those. I can't yeah. remember. Yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah, pinballs, ma- magnets. There are other, uh, other interesting uses in pinball machines uh, later on by Williams that use magnets to, like, make the ball float across the play field and things like that. And in the Twilight Zone game, there was a ball that was not magnetic or it wasn't made out of... Um, steel steel um it was made out of a plasticky thing so if you got Ah, that ball not only was the weight different and the way it bounced off of things was different it was also you couldn't save it from going down the drain oh yeah 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 so it had its pluses but it had that one minus right yeah so, yeah, a lot of creative magnet things. But then also in video games, uh, one thing that I remember when I, I briefly worked at a arcade when I was younger. And you're familiar with degaussing? Uh, yeah. Do you know what that Don't is? Don't ask me. <laughs> I can spell it. <laughs> okay. You know that Gauss is a, is a unit of magnetic flux, right? That's what it is? He's a person, too. Yeah, 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 he is. Um, Carl Frederick Gauss. Yes. German mathematician and physicist. Yes. Most CRTs, okay. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I, no I'm, I'm just uh, going, oh, yeah, about things. Oh, okay, yeah, no, just chime in if you've got anything about, No. you know, like cathode ray tubes. See, I'd love to say, remember, mechanics is as far as I went, but probably some of this has to do with mechanics. Yeah, there are some applications for degaussing in, uh, I believe, 
World War II where ships and mines, they would have things that would basically uh, repel the mines. And it was a degaussing kind of thing where it would remove the charge so it would, would, um, wouldn't would attract these mines and yeah, stuff. And there was technology on either side, but a lot of it was very, very expensive to use. So, And I don't know how many mines we've got going on these days. Uh, yeah. Uh, I've never... Neither do I. Yeah. Landmines. Um yeah, I guess there's still some of those around, old ones, and yeah. I imagine there's well, this some new be, ones someplace. Yeah. Water mines. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, that's what it was, but I, oh, yeah. You yeah. Can't, you can't repel a land mine, but you can decharge it. Right. Yeah, maybe. Unless it's a strong enough charge, it could push it through the earth. <laughs> no. That would be China's problem, that's, wouldn't it? You can just push them all there. Yeah. You know. yeah. But anyway, the degaussing thing, we used to have, um, it was a common thing for televisions, for um, cathode ray tubes, to basically hold hold a charge and things like that. So there was like a thin copper wire around it that would basically uh, take away the charge and not alter the picture. So so problem with having uh, things that wasn't that wasn't degaussed was that the um, that the charge would impact the way the picture looked. So there were most televisions had those built in. So when you turned it on, it would eliminate the charge with the degaussing mechanism around but in earlier arcade games since it was um, a little more expensive for for that you had an independent degaussing coil machines that stayed in the same spot unless you moved other machines around it and it changed the magnetic field it would remain you know the same okay in general when you had to move a video game from one location of the arcade to another you would have to degauss the screen because it didn't have a built-in degaussing mechanism in the crt so you would have this big coil mm-hmm. that you'd plug in it was about the size of a, a basketball or okay. a large you know large frisbee like a frisbee and a half okay. across okay. and you would basically rub this uh not rub it but yeah. you would wave it over the CRT to eliminate the charge and make the picture clear. Because if you left it without, you know, yeah. just moved it from one part of the arcade to another, that was a different electrical wow. field. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's pretty It's pretty weird. Yeah, it but is. But it's, you know, and, and it's probably above my pay grade. I, I don't... <laughs> I was gonna, is it like a copper wire kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, it is a copper okay, wire. Because that's yeah. so um, con- conducive. Right, right. And that's yeah. That's what the, the most of the most of the uh, built-in mechanisms of televisions of that day. I don't. We don't have to worry about that anymore. We're, we're I hope not. We're living in the future <laughs> now. Yeah. Now, now what we have to worry about is getting rid of old old TVs. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a lot of a lot of. I mean, you know, pollution and and right. yeah. And nobody wants them. Right. right. So. Probably because they're not degaussed anymore. Who knows? No, I don't think that's the reason. <laughs> I think it has to do with the contents of said television being okay. like... Um, large and heavy. Well, there's large and heavy, but there's also chemicals and things that right, we need to right, dispose right. of properly in order to, you know, not pollute. Do, do we? Um, oh, okay. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to live on this planet. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, I don't, I want, know, to, I don't want to say that. I don't yeah. want to set myself up and say, right. I'm going to be on this planet longer than you because well, you that's are. good. That could, well, you, well, you never know. All right, all right, all right. I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, send that, send those vibes out. Yeah. Knock on get, wood. Knock, knock on, on wood. wood. Yeah. Excellent. You can tell, see, that is excellent through the microphone. Knocking on wood. Uh, That'll work. Okay. But, okay. but just nodding does right, not work. Right, right, right. And I keep doing that. In case anybody's interested, I keep nodding or shaking my head. Right. And if I say anything, she's going to tell me I'm wrong. No. (laughs) (laughs) Because, talk about a disclaimer, I used to be smart. Oh, come on. And now I'm older. (laughs) No, no, no. You are a master of trivia. I I have retained my sense of humor also. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, my little old school CRT story. Like I said, above my pay grade, the way magnetic fields work, right? And the yeah. way things like you you draw magnetic field sort of diagrams to show where charges are strongest mm-hmm. in 
you know, and how the electrons are flowing within that magnetic field. But that's something right. like I, when I took uh, when I took my physics classes, we kind of touched on that and the math on that, mm-hmm. you know. But I don't I don't remember any of it. Right. I don't remember a lot of it. I Me just too. remember it exists. So, but yeah. so yeah, in, yeah. in theory, it makes sense that an arcade which had you know how many electronic things in it right they all right. have to hold a charge at some right. point so uh, how often did you have to degauss a specific game usually only when we move things was the okay. only time okay if if the if the crt um at, you know was acting up and looking strange then we just did it just to make make sure but then as the newer games came out they started using the built-in the built-in things these are like you know like your older games like your pac-man and your galaxian and all these like super old games hey hey (laughs) (laughs) ones that i uh pong how about pong Pong? yeah yeah probably 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 for pong you'd have to do it too oh dear did you used to play pong yes yeah in the arcade no no the only thing i played in arcades was pinball okay that's the only thing worth playing in arcades. That's, I think I'm happy about it. Yeah. So well, I was. I, I seem to remember you were pretty good at it. So I had a feeling you you I, were a pinball wizard or whatever when I you were think younger. So. Yeah. I think so, but then uh, I also think other things that aren't necessarily true. Like so. what? I don't know. See, I told you my brain is. <laughs> Fish food listen, or something. Listen, if you listen to any of the sh- number of shows where I couldn't think of things, you know that my brain works <laughs> the same way. Well, um, I, I do have 24 years on you. Yeah, that's true. 25. That's true. Yeah. You grew up in Indiana, right? So, yes. Um, were you aware that pinball was illegal in Chicago? No. Yeah. Pinball was illegal in Chicago until roughly 1976, I want to say. Why? Because well, because pinball machines and things during Prohibition, you had your your gangsters of, of Chicago and things, uh, and yes. gangsters in various big cities had a lot of those confiscated from them. So yeah, yeah. there was an association as it relates to the mob. Yeah. So for the longest time, those things were illegal in bigger cities. Yeah, I think you're right. I yeah. think you're right. It is like gang-related, only yeah. old-fashioned no. gangs. Right. Yeah. yeah. I forget who the guy was, but he went to a court. Uh, he basically played pinball in court <laughs> oh. to to prove in a New York court that pinball was a game of skill and not a game of chance. Which yes. to me, there's no question. Right. But but right. I mean, you know. Right. Interesting. Interesting pinball trivia. Yeah, that is. So, what are your favorite magnet video games? Uh, does cute cats count? No. Oh. Only if they're magnetic. Uh, Actually, when they rub up against you, they can they can uh, that's true. they can hold a charge. That's true. I wonder if I take my computer screen and rub it up against my hair. Yeah. If you, the cute cats will have their hair stick out. Oh, you can do that. Yeah. That would make it magnetic. That would make it magnetic. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, cats are negatively charged, right? No, not you. <laughs> Anyway, they're not negatively charged. They're super cute. Yes. They just are more. Their hair really. If you rub a balloon on their hair, it's yeah. really uh, bad. Yeah, charges it really bad. Well, that's good. I mean, a lot. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, there are a couple of games I want to mention before we close the episode. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> You're like. You're 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 a little nervous about the whole thing, and now it's Still like am. now that it's close to over, you're yeah. like, oh, I'm going to ask you if you're familiar with this, even though I'm pretty sure you're not. But uh, the game Portal, not a game, no, no. There was a game called Portal, which is kind of um, there's a game called Half Life that that this company made, um, it's, which is more of a first person shooter kind of game, but there's. Um, sort of a side story called Portal, where you are trying to escape this maze that a computer named Gladys, <laughs> who keeps on telling you that you will celebrate at the end when you figure out 
how to get to the end of this maze oh, okay. with cake and stuff. Okay. She's got a very unique kind of voice, too. But anyway, in Portal, you use this portal guns that, that basically you solve puzzles by using um, an entry and an exit portal kind of like thing okay. where it's like you can specify where you go into the portal and where you would come out of the portal by putting you know different colored portals there okay and you solve different different interesting puzzles that way do, do you go through a big circle into another area you got to figure out how to get there you okay. can so so there are certain things where you um each level has its own rules in general there's some where you if you fall through um a portal then you would exit another portal so like let's oh, say okay. there's one portal here and there's one portal over there where i can't jump to you know, I would want to shoot the portal on something over there that would allow me to transfer ah. myself over there. And there are other things where it's like you can get objects, right? There's an object yeah. over there. And if I shoot a portal underneath the object, it'll fall through and okay. come to me, right? Okay. There are a whole bunch of different like right. ways to solve these puzzles. But it's like a three-dimensional kind of puzzle game, yeah. essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but there is one that came out in 2013 that I think is similar to this, but it was um, called Mag Runner Dark Pulse. That was sort of um, kind of a take on that, where but it's it uses magnetics, magnetic pulses, and things like that, so you can change magnetic fields and things that like platforms that go across tracks. But based on where you place these magnetic fields, it yeah. will either speed you up or slow you down yeah. because of the magnetic it, field it, as you enter. Sounds like a great yeah, idea. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting dynamic. Yeah. And I'm surprised there aren't many other um, games that use it. When I say uh, platform game, are you familiar with what that is? Uh... No. Oh. Okay, so platform... <laughs> does it have... Does it not have water levels? Well, <laughs> you know, Chris is listening to this. I don't think you want to bring up water level. Okay, okay. But, but, but it does. No, no, it will. It possibly has water levels, okay. and that's the thing. Um, like Mario, like Super Mario Brothers, okay. like a two D platformer. It was called a platformer because that's what you jump from platform to platform. You're oh, basically okay, trying to okay. find a way to get from point A to point B. Right. By you know maneuvering, yeah. and generally, what they give credit for being the first platform game is is, is Super Mario, Mario Brothers. Yeah. But if you call it uh, a 3D platformer, it's the similar. It's mm-hmm. like anytime you're trying to navigate, and you're trying to get from point to point to solve puzzles or or get to another point for a mission. It's a platformer in general. It's okay. a very yeah. Yeah. these days. It's a very vague term. This one that I had for the Dreamcast that came out was by a company named Genki. I think that's how you pronounce it. G-E-N-K-I, Genki. In 1999, this company was a part, I believe they were a part of Sega initially, and then they kind of, a couple designers left. But they were big into racing games. They made a lot of racing type games. And Super Magnetic Neo was a 3D platformer that they made involving magnetics where you would basically attract and repel enemies based on the color of, you know, what they were and then how you your character your yeah. little your little character with a magnet head like one of a you know you, you said the U magnet that was basically yeah, yeah, his yeah. head was like oh, a U magnet. Oh, okay, okay. Right? So he had a flat head like a flat top. Yeah. yeah. But you would change your polarity to either um, attract or repel things or objects and solve various puzzles. Yeah. And as crazy as the Mag Runner game, the Mag Runner game was kind of a weird story too. The the dynamics of this thing was were were, were pretty amazing. Like as far as the, the game mechanics and dynamics interesting. But the story involved I, I'm sorry, I'm bouncing between yeah. the two games. Okay. But Mag Runner magnetism and hp lovecraft they had this cthulhu sort of theme where you would start out and the first levels were you know like very very pristine and very futuristic looking but as you kind of went through this you found this that 
there was this dark force that was kind of a part of the story and it was just kind of a twisted weird story not voiced very well I don't think that I, I looked at some videos and the acting was mm, okay, okay I probably could have done a better job well yeah but I could see the twisted dark with uh, yeah I mean it makes sense H. I mean HP Lovecraft right right <laughs> I, I mean yeah it's HP Lovecraft this is a, this is probably how they pitched it in the pitch meeting it was just like yeah. you know it's HP Lovecraft with magnets. <laughs> huh? Huh? Yeah. 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 That's probably how they did it. Yeah. Yeah, Super Magnet Neo was not HP Lovecraft. Yeah. It was <laughs> it was very, you know, very much a kids looking game. They had um, they had to change the US for I say here here's the thing. Mm-hmm. When you have Japanese games, oh. they always think that they're too difficult for us right <laughs> so they 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 make them easier so usually the u.s versions of a lot of japanese games and i think that's changed now with things like people like to be challenged as far as their their right. games now right, so right. Th- so they pretty much leave them the same but back right. in the day man we were yeah. horrible so we we wanted easy games yeah yeah so I this s- is one of the ones that was a tough game when you got into it even the U.S. version was a little tough as far as figuring out yeah. all the puzzles and the timing, but it was fun. Um, it was really fun. I have a question about the tough games and yeah. the toughness of it. Right. In, in some of the simple little things I play, they have a zen, they call it, a oh, zen level, Yeah. which is just like, now nah, I don't want to try and beat time. No, I don't want to you know, try and get the highest score. I just want to click on things and let it keep going right and relax do they ever have anything like that on oh yeah they definitely do they they, um a lot of different games this is a little bit different it depends on what game we're talking about but there are there are games like even the games that i play that are like first person story-based games will have what's called like a story mode where it's so easy because you're just focusing on the story so you don't want any challenge you just want to kind of go through the game dynamics and stuff the a podcast I, I listen to, uh, What's Good Games, they have uh-huh. a, they, they call it baby ass baby mode. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That's, that's so, what I'm looking so for. So that's what they like. They, they like that. So, the, the, yeah, the, there are a lot of games out there that do have those story modes because that appeals to some people. They just want to play it for the story. Right, they right, just right. want to get the story and they don't want any of the crazy not, challenges. Not too many. Yeah. A little yeah. bit, maybe. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then you can bump it up usually. I mean, most of them, where you start a story mode that you these days you can change the you know the um, the level of difficulty on the fly. Okay. So. Okay. Well, my question now is, you know, I've talked about the the game Hitman. Oh, yeah. You. Yeah. Uh, I haven't played it yet, but it's so interesting yeah. to be able to kill people different ways. Right. Right. Do, do they have a story zen mode? They they do have I mean, okay, so they have a normal a difficulty. Yeah. It's 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 a stealth based game, so they can't make it like super easy. Yeah, yeah. And plus the story. No Chris story. Is, Chris, well, <laughs> it's a hitman. It's a hitman story. That's what you're you're trying to you know. For me, and Chris is not gonna like me for saying this, but um, the story to me is secondary to the game dynamics. The game the gameplay itself is the interesting part, right? You're trying to figure these things out. The story and the cutscenes is just basically you're a hitman trying to escape this evil corporation okay. that's okay. trying to control you. It's just like every other type of hitman movie or, or game or whatever. Uh-huh. It's it's not uh-huh. very compelling to me. Okay. Yeah. Um, you're introduced to some characters and there are some twists, but that's not why I play Hitman. I play Hitman for like the figuring out the creative ways of doing all the different right. things. Right, and right, stuff. right, right, right. Um, so yeah, there is you most games will have like a normal mode or an easy mode. But I mean part of the challenge of Hitman is, you know, trying to do things and and in a very sneaky sort of way and you know. Right, right, right. So yeah, I mean that would be pretty cool if you played it. I'm, I that's the, I'm interested in trying it. Yeah, you know. it's generally on consoles. I think it's might oh, be. Okay. Yeah, you could you might be able to get it on a PC, but you have to have a pretty nice PC to play it. Uh, I think. Yeah, and mine's a pleasant little, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sweet little uh, PC. It's, it's a quaint yes, PC. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. 
So if you ever get a PlayStation 4 or a 5, <laughs> which just came out, okay. that would be... Maybe maybe the next time I come over, I should bring my PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then you can check it out. Yeah. And then I can watch you try and kill people. Yeah. Which is, you know... I, I know it sounds out of uh, character for me, but... Um, no, no. And, th- and that's part of the interesting thing. It's It's a fictional world. I don't know... Remember in your... Back in your day, yes, <laughs> when they said that violence on TV, oh yeah, was was you know it was causing all these problems, right, and then right. it, it changed into violence in music, and then it changed mm-hmm. to violence in video games, and mm-hmm. you know it's there. There's no doubt that things you know or books even right. There was violence right. in books that was so graphic and and yeah. You know, it, people can be influenced by those things too. It's just right. the the latest technology is what they use as a scapegoat. Right, right, right. But you know, if you're a well balanced human, which uh, I'm, pre- I think you are. <laughs> Sometimes. I, I well, I'm just gonna. Okay. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> but it's just it's just like a, a challenging. It's a puzzle, right? It's not about the killing people with a banana but but if you kill the people with a banana and they're assholes and they deserve to be killed with a banana (laughs) you feel good a little bit yeah yeah i mean these guys the guys you kill in the game are pretty scummy okay so yeah reprehensible yeah oh ooh, yeah reprehensible that's a good one they're they're in my brain i just can't always um access them yeah access the words no do you have the little little uh, the look that you give where it's like accessing, <laughs> accessing, no. or loading, dot, no. dot, dot? It's, it's usually uh, won't access, won't access. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Super Magnetic Neo also featured an interesting villain, was Pinky, uh, which was an evil toddler. Oh. Yeah. Like a little dot toddler that looked kind of like Mickey Mouse ears and had like a little... A little okay. uh, pacifier, oh, oh, okay. Okay. but was evil. So, but anyway, do you have anything to add uh, about magnetism? Uh, only uh, Chris. I hope I've helped you. May I call you Chris? <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Uh, my my uh, pseudo nephew Chris. Yeah. Well, I hope you understand magnetism now, and you don't have to take a physics. Oh, you probably already took all those classes. Yeah. But um, uh, I I uh, I enjoy your conversations with Ben. Hello, my name is Ben. Yep. Yeah. Hello, my this guy. Yeah, yeah. For his two thumbs and his name is Ben. <laughs> this guy. But uh, but anyway, I you know I I tried to explain magnetism. No, I think you did a good job. I think it was good. Simply as possible. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all about positive and negative. Yeah, it is. If you don't have anything to add about magnetism. Nope. Nope. (laughs) Okay, well then that would be the end of our show. So this has been Ben. And Aunt Nora. And Aunt Nora. Yes. For an excellent discussion about magnetism and magnetism in video games. So we'll see you uh, next time when we're going to be talking about something else. (laughs) Okay. See you later. Bye. Bye.